Life is full of personal wins. Whether it's cleaning your house, getting that dream car, or checking off your to-do list, winning at life is a great feeling. And with the State Farm Personal Price Plan, you can keep winning when you create an affordable price just for you by bundling home and auto. So give yourself a round of applause. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with a personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash Wondery and use code Wondery for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash Wondery, code Wondery. Welcome to the Nerdist Podcast number 857. This episode is brought to you by the enhanced editions of George R.R. Martin's Game of Thrones books are available exclusively on iBooks, including the just-released A Feast for Crows enhanced edition. Uh, This has interactive character maps, hundreds of author notes, beautiful illustrations, a sigil guide just to keep track of everything. There's so much to keep track of. There's a lot to keep track of. That would be very handy. All the, you could major in Game of Thrones. <laughs> it's a whole course study. Uh, all these extras bring the thrilling adventure to life and help you stay on top of the epic storylines. And whether you're fluent in Dothraki or you're a reader who's digging into the series for the first time or you watch the show and you're like, I want to see where these came from. I want to see how this was different. These enhanced editions are the best way to experience uh, Game of Thrones. Get the whole series, including a Feast for Crows enhanced edition, exclusively on iBooks at apple.co slash Game of Thrones. Uh, not available in all countries. That's something I should say. So hopefully it is available in your country. Don't be mad at me if it's not available in your country. I didn't do it. You don't make the rules. I don't make the rules. I wish I did. Then I would make it available everywhere. But I don't get this option. I'm not the Bruce Almighty of you. <laughs> no? <laughs> not so much? Acker and Blacker shaking their heads. But shaking our heads, yes. <laughs> no, I side, side to side is not Yes. <laughs> Acker and Blacker are going to be on an upcoming podcast That's why they're sitting here We just recorded a podcast with them So listen to that one uh, But this right now is technically a hostful Yeah So here's what we did So uh, Project Alpha was a legendary digital networks uh, 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 Programming initiative on, uh, that you can subscribe to You get a, three, a free 30-day trial at projectalpha.com um, It's kind of an amalgam of Nerdist content Geek and Sundry content uh, New shows, exciting shows like Sidekick with Matt Myra. So Jonah and I went and did an episode of Sidekick with Matt Myra, and it was so much fun. Uh, I said, we should just make this a hostful podcast. This is exactly what this is. So you can this is the audio from Sidekick with Matt Myra, which you can then go watch at ProjectAlpha.com. And watch all the episodes at ProjectAlpha.com, too. So Sidekick is basically Matt had this idea for a show, which is great, where he's the sidekick. Because he, you know, he was a sidekick on a lot of podcasts, he felt. And so he said, well, I'm just going to be a sidekick in my own show. So people come on and he becomes the sidekick and they effectively host the show. So that's what happens. So Jonah is hosting the show to Matt's sidekick and I am the guest. So, but, it, but it all works out like a hostful podcast. Tough to get the sister wives together because Jonah's doing a million things and Matt's uh, writing on the Goldbergs. And, so, um, and then I'm doing some stuff too. So, this, uh, so it was just, it's just fun to get together with these guys and be able to pretend like 
We're the only ones in the world doing a podcast. It's just us three against the world. So here's the Nerdist Podcast number 857, a hostful podcast, sidekick with Matt Myra. Katie, roll the thing. Now entering Nerdist.com. Sidekick with me, Matt Myra. In case you haven't heard, I am not the host of this show. I am the sidekick. Also, in case you haven't heard, bird, 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 bird is the word. I don't know what you're going to do with that information, but you're creative. You'll figure something out. Make it your safe word. Write it on a boat. Get it tattooed just below your belly button. Or fuck it, choose a different word altogether. Last time I checked, this was a free country for now. Uh, you have the power, and there are a lot of great words out there. Banana. Jumbo. Allerophile. <laughs> right? What's that? Ilorophile. Thank you, Josh, who wrote that. Uh, as in the host of tonight's show, who apparently is also an Ilorophile, uh, which means he fucking loves cats. Uh, but also, he's an incredible host. He's one of the co-hosts of the Nerdist Podcast. He's hosted The Meltdown with Kumail Nanjiani. It's actually called The Meltdown with Jonu and Kumail. That's why it sounds weird when I say it like that. He's also the host of the comedy travel show on CISO called Hidden America. And the host, Jesus Christ, bro. <laughs> also the host of the reboot of Mystery Science Theater 3000. Plus, he's been on TV a lot. <sighs> And he has his own goddamn record label. Oh, when I met him, he was too drunk to remember me at a comedy death ray show. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together violently for Jonah Ray! Welcome. Wow, thank you so much, Matt. Jonah, I can't believe you made time in your schedule. Oh, it's totally fine. Just to your point, though, uh, I wasn't too drunk to remember. I was too drunk when it happened. <laughs> so it's a bit of a difference. I get it. I get yeah, it. Yeah. You know what? Uh, you've come a long way. You're very busy. Thank you for finding time to be here on this program. Oh, of course. I've been wanting to do it for a while, and uh, I'm glad that I got an opportunity to uh, be squeezed in before you, uh, you know, wrapped it all up. We're going to wrap canceled. it up. Are you getting canceled? I don't know. <laughs> I'll think about it. Thanks, Chris. <laughs> well, it seems like things are going great. It's like it's, like it's the thing you love, you. Uh, me. I do love me. And I also love not being the focus of attention, which is why. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no shit. Jonah, we both pulled our weight equally on the Nerdist podcast, so I, I was I'm way taking, more than I'm the others. I've taken lots of naps during these That's these podcasts. very true. Uh, but this is my show, and that means you have to do work. So your first job is going to be delivering tonight's monologue. Sounds great. I it's do, great. Can we have a disclaimer that yeah. I did not write these jokes? My name's on the show. They know that. Okay. Uh, yeah. It's going to be truly inspired. Uh, I'm going to make sure everyone appreciates it with some sweet bass lines to zing your punchline. Ooh. Yeah. I'm going to cross. See a little you bass? Kevin you bass? <laughs> oh, my God. That's a fucking great name. <laughs> Hi, I'm Kevin you bass. And the Tonight Matt Band. Not as good as you bass. Oh, well. <laughs> Ooh, let's go for it. It is time for headlines. A zoo in the Netherlands is, Matt, you're going to love this one. A zoo in the Netherlands has created an experimental program known as, and I kid you not, 
uh, Tinder for orangutans. Wow. Uh, yes, and this allows uh, female orangutans to choose a mate by picking through uh, digital images on a touchscreen. Mm. Um, yeah, that's just what we need, too. A whole bunch of orangutans taking shirtless mirror selfies to show off their abs with the caption, work hard, play harder, banana. <laughs> they would write banana. They love they banana. Write, they would write banana. You know, the joke, uh-huh. even if I said all the words correctly, got what it deserved. <laughs> It was a long way to go, but it also wasn't worth it. You know, Scottish scientists have discovered that dogs actually find certain types of music soothing and even pleasurable, specifically reggae and soft rock. Reggae and soft rock, Matt. Yeah. It looks like Sting finally found his new audience. (laughs) Come on, you're playing the bass. Play some some Sting. That's it, right? (laughs) No. That was technically a sting. That was a sting, yeah. Thank you, Chris. See you later. Yeah. <laughs> Call the police. Okay, so this is, uh, this is great. Apparently, Matt, you're, again, again, I don't, I don't mean to say this about all of them, but you're uh, going to love this one. Oh, uh, sure. <laughs> this is great. Apparently in South Carolina, a single parking space is being sold for $74,000. Wow. That's right. For $74,000, you can buy a parking space in downtown Charleston. Or for $2 more, you can just buy downtown Charleston. <laughs> Give me a little, uh, my name is Mud. What? My name is Mud, Primus? No. From Primus? Don't know it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You like Primus? Uh, Matt, and I, I was lying all the other times, but you're, you're going to love this one. A Texan man was charged for possession of methamphetamine, uh, but it turned out to just be kitty litter. Sounds to me like that meth was cut with some nasty shit. <laughs> To me, though, it's always been the urine that smells worse, right, Matt? You can get yeah, behind I that. Agree. My right audience, you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. Yeah. Give it up for cat urine. Cat piss. Cat piss. Cat piss. Uh, Matt, you're going to love this one. This is great. In Pennsylvania, a pizza delivery man was robbed at gunpoint by a teenager named Sheldon Isaiah Cheese. That's right. His last name was Cheese. And I don't see what the big deal is. I get held up by cheese all the time. Oh, sometimes I just eat it up and I'm like, I want to go to the bathroom, sit on that toilet. And Matt, you know what I'm talking about. And I'm just kind of like. The dumbest thing on the internet. <laughs> uh, that's the last time anyone in Pennsylvania orders extra cheese on their pizza, right? Uh, was, I was spent too long doing the the constipation joke, Matt. <laughs> well, I, I think you, you you tagged it enough, right? I think so. I think. I mean, this guy he's gonna he's gonna need a Gouda defense attorney. Uh, you know, he did though, Matt. Catch, catch yeah. this. You'll love yeah. this. He did. Uh, Hang on. He, the mother, what, are we, what are we talking about? The, 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 the motherfucker Isaiah Cheese. <laughs> That dumb piece of shit. Who, I don't even remember what he did. What he he held somebody up. He held up a pizza man. He held up a pizza man. Ugh, crazy. Oh my god. What's he gonna do with that money? I think he's gonna put it in a Swiss bank account. Oh! How dare he steal <laughs> from a working man? Obviously, this kid is a moonster. <laughs> Give it up for Jonah Ray, everybody. Ah. <laughs> oh. On a scale of one yeah. to get the fuck out, how yeah. did I do? You uh, were 
four? <laughs> well, because I don't know if you guys know this, but at five is get the fuck out. Oh, okay, yeah, great. You're no, a four. Sweet. I think that's great. Well, I don't want to shit on the process. Let's uh, keep going. No, Joan, I've known you for a long time. Sure yeah. have, Matt. In a real, real natural transition. Uh, <laughs> I'm not here to make natural transitions. I'm just here to do what's impromptu. I'm here to make friends. Oh, that's weird. Okay, Jonah, the question tonight I'm asking you, because we've known each other for so long, what is something about yourself you've never mentioned before? Mm. Well, I tell a lot of people I am six foot four, but I'm six foot five. Thank you so much. Uh, Jonah, I tell people everything. I'm an open book. You are. You, yeah, I, I'm open. I'm open with everything. My uh, sex edition. Uh, <laughs> sex edition. My sex edition. It's an addition to sex addiction. <laughs> I am also a racist. So there's all kinds of things it's I like. A lot. Know, yeah. It's a lot happening. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about your early career. I'm talking pre SoCal days. In Hawaii, you're on an island. You decided you might want to try uh, being at a punk band. Uh, I didn't try. I did. <laughs> uh, I don't see. Do you it's have... also that's like the beauty of being in a punk band. You barely have to attempt, and you are. <laughs> do you like what was the punk scene like on the Big Island? I wasn't. I don't know. I mean, not the Big been. Island on Oahu. Oahu. It was pretty great. It was very diverse. Yeah. Uh, you know, there wasn't enough. Uh, uh, people to just have like punk music in there. You also had you know variations of it. You yeah. like at one show you would have like a riot girl band, a punk band, a hardcore band, a metal band, and like a reggae band. So there was a, there was a lot of different types of people all there, just kind of bunch of bunch of the misfits all yeah. you know down. And they also Wait, a lot the of misfit covers, a lot of misfit covers. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, uh, what did you you played drums? I played the drums. I was a drummer. I mean, you, I'm a drummer now too. You're still a drummer. I you still don't drum. Lose the I dram all the time. Do you? Did you? What did you? Did you like having to lug your own equipment around? What did I hated you, it. What did you drive around Hawaii to have drums fit in it? Um, my friends' cars. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I, you know, like the, the, the taking the drums up and down. That, that was that was always the worst part, especially when you're in a band with a separate singer. When there was a guy that just sang, uh, and then you know you're done with the set, and then uh, everyone has to deal with their equipment, and then the. Uh, uh, singer goes and makes out with the girl you have a crush on. <laughs> Happens every time. Aww. Yeah. You showed him. How so? They're married. <laughs> Jonah. Yeah, sorry. Uh, there have been 850 Nerdist podcasts. How many of those have we been on? 430. Oh, wow. Right? Ish. I wish, does someone have that number? Hardwick. What? Does anyone, is anyone keeping count of how many we're on? No. Okay. No. Uh, <laughs> what are some of your favorite nerdist moments from over the years? Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'd say uh, meeting Mel Brooks. Of course. Uh, that was one of the best ones. I, uh, what was we, your favorite part about the Mel Brooks encounter? Uh, well, I remember I brought the High Anxiety soundtrack sure for did. him to sign, and uh, I had it on vinyl, and I brought it over to him. And he, he's, and you know, he kept on throughout the interview checking to see, you know, uh, who was Matt and who was Jonah. He yeah. just double checked all the time. Yeah. He's like, Matt, Jonah, okay. <laughs> uh, and then he gets the record, and he's, he's, he's like, okay, Jonah, all right. To Matt, ha. Huh. <laughs> 
<laughs> and then like uh, I, it's a uh, you know we just go like cross yeah. he just crosses it out and puts my name which is even better because it's, so it's like I love that I have a, a signed record by Mel Brooks and also your name is crossed out on it. <laughs> it's like two of my favorite things. Mel Brooks was uh, and still is. He's sharp as a fucking tack. He's very he's very great. I remember I was just so overwhelmed by the fact that I got to meet him at all. Like I remember we we got in the car and we mm-hmm. were kind of stunned and we kind of talked about it and yeah. then when you got out of the car I just started to cry. Oh. Yeah, I just I just started bawling. I pulled off to the side of the road and cried because of just the idea that like because of who he was, I got to meet him later in life. I mean, that's that's time travel right there. It's insane. Yeah. It's really like we've been so fortunate to meet so many heroes except for Dave Matthews. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> if you're out there, Dave. <laughs> I think he's great in Don't Mess with the Zohan. Yeah, he's yeah, very he's funny. Very in funny that. in that movie. Guy like, connect. We, we got to meet like a lot of awesome people. Um, I love that. You know, we got to talk to Paul McCartney. That was that was incredible. Oh, and I like nice. it's like without even trying, did a whole Chris Farley show moment. Yeah. Where it's uh, he had a soy latte, and I was like, "Do you like almond milk?" <laughs> well, like, you were like, you knew he was a vegetarian. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly. And you were like, "Here's my in. I'm gonna tell you about this, this alternate milk." Yeah. And then he goes, he goes, it's like, yeah, it's good, good for you." <laughs> And I, can't I love him so much. very good. And then I told uh, Jeff Bridges to uh, when he was doing the, the pitch at uh, oh, the Dodger game. This is true, game. yeah. This is true. I, uh, this is a uh, true Jeff, story, guys. Jeff Bridges, Jeff Bridges was on The Nerdist, and he, uh, it was the second time he was on, mm-hmm. and afterwards he's like, yeah, man, I got to go and throw out the <laughs> ball at Dodger game. And uh, I go, you know what you should do? You should, you should bowl it. And he goes, yeah, man, like the dude would. <laughs> and then a couple days later, I can't remember who was on the podcast, but they're like, did you see what Jeff Bridges did? He, was, he did the first pitch, and then he bowled it like the dude. And I was like, that was me! <laughs> that was, it was really, I, I wasn't at that one, but I'm sure it was great. It was uh, fantastic. Better than the rest. Uh, <laughs> What, about, what are some of yours? My favorite moments of the Nerdist Podcast. There's another person here that can also talk about I this. I know. Hardwick, you'll be out here shortly. Uh, well, then why don't we talk about it? Let's talk about it. Let's remember to talk about it when he comes out. Okay. And then we'll, the other, we'll share our favorite moments. But I want to talk about Hidden America okay. on CISO. Yeah. You, yeah. Josh watches. Thanks, Josh. That's great. Thank uh, you. That's, so uh, that's, you're doing that's half two. of our audience. You're doing... <laughs> It's all of ours. Uh, we're doing season two. Uh, you know what? These uh, these vertically integrated digital multi-platform entertainment uh, shows are the wave of the future. There's I no mean, denying it. Who doesn't want to pay a little bit of money for a lot of content? I mean, people do it for Netflix. It's Why not bargain. things they don't care about? Exactly. <laughs> So, Jonah, Hidden America, yes. first season, you went to uh, Boston, you went yeah. to uh, Austin. I mean, yeah, there's, there's me with the poster. That's you <laughs> there's and the, the shirt. Well, yeah. You're just like, I'm wearing the same shirt, let's take this picture. I got that shirt in 2005 at a Goodwill, and then uh, and I was wearing wow. that shirt on a billboard, so I'm kind of, kind of a little proud of that. You got a lot of run. Yeah. I wonder where that guy is. I got a lot of great shirt. people in there. There's Brent oh, Small, Arden Ralph Marine. Garman's in there. Ralph Garman's in there. What can we look forward to in season two? Can you tell us maybe a city you went to? Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, we went to Miami, D.C. We went to Reno. Whoa. Uh, Reno, baby. I've Re- never been to Reno. Now, you know I love Las Vegas, Nevada. Oh, man. And then you're going to love Las Vegas's shitty uncle. <laughs> <laughs> Reno Reno is just a dirty ashtray. It's, uh-huh. a, I, its spirit animal is a deadbeat dad from the 70s. 
It's just what, a terrible so what, place. what will I find in Reno? Let's say I land at the Reno airport and, and I'm expecting some high-class fun gambling. What, where can I expect that? Um, in the casinos? Yeah. I don't know. It's a fake travel show, Matt. I have no real information <laughs> to tell you. It's, it's real, real fake. And, uh, but, but, like, you know, it's a, it's a lot of fun. People do that. They'll go, oh, oh hey, like, I'll take a picture of me, like, in front of, like, in Washington, in front of the Washington Memorial. Yeah. And they'll be like, ooh, real hidden. I go, you fuck. It's a, it's a fake show. <laughs> um, but on this season, on this season, we have uh, Anthony Bourdain, which is uh, real trippy, uh, because it's a parody of his show. And then he shows up on the show, and then he uh, beats the shit out of me. Ah. Uh. <laughs> yeah. But what we, a we, kept the, we kept the cameras rolling, so it's going to work, I think, in the edit. That's great. Yeah. I, I, do you find it to be more work than you thought it would be or more fun than you thought it would be? No, I think it's, a, it's, 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 a, it's just work. You know, it's like you're constantly killing yourself to make your days and yeah. make sure everything's funny. And if I could relax and not be so inside my head, I'd say it's a lot more fun than yeah. it is. And it's a lot less work, but I, I can't. You should do a show like this yeah. where you, I, I literally do nothing. No, 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 no. But no, it great. shows, though, so. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's talk about your other... People are, are people scared of you? No. God, no. Are you? Yes. <laughs> the, people be- the people behind the wall say yes. Yeah, the yeah. people I can see are like, no, fuck you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so let's talk, about, let's talk about what's on everybody's mouths when they say Jonah Ray. Mystery Science Theater 3000. Yes, I am the new host of Mystery Science Theater 3000. Thank you. There I am. Oh, my God. There being, you are in a jumpsuit. Being a microphone, there's me with uh, Joel oh, and Rob Cohen, the director, Baron Vaughn, and Hampton Young. Uh, yeah, and Elliot, uh, Elliot Caitlin, who uh-huh. was a uh, head writer on uh, Daily Show with Jon Stewart. It's a it's a great it's it's a it's a great experience and it was weird to be there. Uh, I had to kind of be. Do you myself. like that's a huge? I mean, long before we ever even met Joel, I knew you were a huge fan of Mystery Science. Yeah, Theater. you know, I had two albums out, uh, two stand-up albums, and they're both named after lines from Mystery Science Theater Three Thousand. Uh, one of the first Hollywood meetings I ever had. Like, what would what would you do? What would what would the Jonah Show be? And I said, Well, we should bring back Mystery Science Theater Three Thousand. It's me as a host, and they laughed at me. Uh, because it was 2003 and it yeah. hadn't been off the air for that long, and uh, but little did they know, nostalgia would be gold, baby. Oh yeah, if you got a property, we want it. Yeah, but it was um, it was a lot of fun, and it was, that was a lot more work than I thought it was. Yeah. I had no idea that making the show uh, was also. Um, what the sh- like the, the concept of the show is what it's like making the show. You are tortured by these terrible movies. <laughs> like you have you have no idea. It's like you're like, oh, it's so fun. Me and my friends get together all the time, and we we're all throwing jokes at the screen. And then you're like, yeah, but what about like the third time they show like a 15 second shot of someone walking across a room, <laughs> and you're like, you're like, ah, he's dumb. This movie sucks. I don't know. <laughs> it's a, it was really tough. And Do it, you it was a lot of fun. did you find yourself having to like pinch yourself every five seconds because i mean you're really like it's i can't even like liken it to it it would be like if they said matt we're gonna reboot star trek and we want you to run it they did not ask me mm-hmm. they are rebooting it but like this is what it's like for you you're living your childhood dream like yeah I'm, it's a literal dream come true and it's uh it only makes me scared uh for the future like when it's done oh what do i do now um, Good point. Su- suicide's way up on the list. Sure, yeah, yeah. 
Uh, and I don't you have any backups. You heard first. Jonah's got a direct Suicide Squad 2. <laughs> I'd love to do that. You should. Yeah. Can't be worse. I thought it was a lot of fun. I thought it was a lot of fun. Why? Is it guns and people jumped. There's too, there was too many fucking people they had to, like, introduce you to. They, they did it too quickly. You think so? I, I mean, I've talked about, I talked about this on yeah, but they something also... in this studio. I don't know what it was. Uh, what does it matter? But it, well, no, what, I what do you need? Like what just, do you need from them? I think they needed to do, they needed to get a few more DC movies under their belt where they had a few more villains that we had already met. Well, like, they, they got, like, Crocodile Man and She-Girl. Killer Croc. <laughs> it's not Crocodile Man and yeah. She-Girl. Who is, who did you think She-Girl was? The girl that's a woman. <laughs> She-Girl. <laughs> I don't know anything about the DC universe. Okay. I was, a, I was a Marvel kid. So, listen, Jonah, you can't tell us anything about which movies you're coming, watching in the new season. I but can't. But what I can ask you is, of the movies that have appeared on Mystery Science Theater in the past, what do you think is the worst movie? Well, hand, you know, it's Manos' Hands of Fate. Mm. Uh, the Hands of Fate. It's, uh, everyone talks about it because it's, 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 it's a good episode, but it is a terrible movie. Yeah. And you, you hear a lot of people trying to get it out on, like, Blu-ray. It's got and a cult following. Sure, but because of Mystery Science Theater, right. that's as good as it's going to get. <laughs> the movie itself, like, you know, uh, like, uh, the movie Glenda Glenda is terrible. Right. The best part about Glenda Glenda is the movie Ed Wood. Right. Because you get to see two minutes of it, and that's enough. <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah. So you're saying Manos watched on its own. Have you done it? Have you I watched? tried. Oh, I yeah. tried. I fell asleep. Oh. Yeah. It's, it's not a good movie. It's a poorly made movie. Well, that's, that's the thing. That's what makes, but that's what, you know, it's like, with Mystery Science Theater movies, they have to be kind of okay. Right. They have to be, like... You have to have a plot that you can sort of follow. Yes, right? exactly, because yeah. that helps the jokes. Yeah. When the characters track, you can keep on adding jokes to that character. Yeah. But when it's a poorly made movie, it's, it, it gets really hard. Well, you know what's not really hard? Bringing out our guest, Jonah. Oh, man. This guy. I'll tell you. I'll tell you, everybody. I, well, listen, here's the deal. You've got to bring him out because... I think Chris is literally dying from not being on television. <laughs> now, I know this isn't technically television, but this show might sustain him until he can get back to the heat of network stage lights. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, here, oh, here's some things. Uh, not if we haven't said his name about five times yet. Uh, <laughs> you can see this guy hosting At Midnight, a great program. Sure. You can see this guy hosting The Wall, which is one of the best new uh, game shows on TV. It's incredible. And also The Talking Dead. Please, you know what? Uh, uh, he's also a good guy. He's a good guy. He's a good friend. And it's like, I mean, you know him. You love him. Please, everybody, welcome one of our favorite people. Yeah. No, totally. Yeah. So someone who's done so much for us. And, I mean, know, really, I cannot friend. think of a better person to call a friend. Yeah, exactly. What, what am I doing? All right, everybody, listen. Ladies and gentlemen, Chris is a good guy. Uh-huh. And then Chris Harwood, get out of here, Chris Harwood. Hey! Hey, 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 hey. Oh, hello. Hey. Welcome to the show. Please have a seat. I never thought... I never thought we'd be together and I'd be the worst dressed of the three of us. Oh, I, it's I don't, never happened. I think no. I, I'm still on the bottom of the list. This target suit does not really... You guys uh, look good. I've look been, at I've been watching look the at me. Look at me. I look, look like good. I should be hosting Info war, Wars for hipsters. <laughs> this is adorable. Yeah. Hi, Mom. So adorable. Hi, Mom. 
Uh, <laughs> so what? Those are like that's like a that's like culottes for your arms. Yeah, you know what it was? It was the. Uh, I'm trying to think if I have anything clipped to my jacket. I do not. So is this a, is this a, is this a fancy Brooks Brothers suit that you have? It's going? Ralph Lauren. Ralph Lauren. Uh, but the, here's the thing with the sleeves. Was it, it? Was it? Did you get that at the like the factory out in Mall and Barcelona? Like, well, one of the sleeves was like up to here. Well, I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, Matt, uh, you, roll, you look like you're about to start hustling some billiard tables. Actually, it looks like he's about to shoot up. Yeah. Oh God, guys, uh, I gotta get through this. Uh, I don't know. Today. <laughs> you can have it all. You Matt's empire of dirt. You know, I'm doing a Star Trek podcast now. Is face? most of this show just you taking your clothes yeah. off and putting them back on? You know, on? we asked America, what was your favorite part of uh, <laughs> Matt's show? Where did you put your jacket on again, yeah. bro? Why didn't you take yeah. your jacket off? You know off? the best part about Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood? The changing of clothes, He's I'm going to be best. honest. Yeah, I mean, that was honestly my favorite part of that show. Uh, and that one time that Mr. Uh, the, the mailman brought over uh, saxophone tape. It oh, I thought you were going to say anthrax. On a very special episode of That is a great joke for 2002. Come on, bro. <laughs> anthrax still rock. <laughs> uh, Dave Matthews is a great band for 2002. Hey! hey. Guys. No, Dave, why about, won't you come on our program? You know what I was singing about? Mm-hmm. You know what I was singing of that you were talking about you fulfilling your childhood dream. And yeah. I guess one of them would be to run Star Trek, but I would imagine the other for you would be like, if you were at a Dave Matthews concert and Dave was like, hey, Matt, get up here, buddy. <laughs> and then you just got up there and And, like, there was a guitar for it? A left-handed guitar? I wonder, no, you know what it would be? It would be if, I think that's a great dream, and I would love to do that. But really for me it would be like if Paul McCartney was like, hey, come play Beatles songs. And then I would, because his guitars would work for me, he's left-handed. Yep. And it wouldn't have to be a thing where I brought my own guitar clunkily through the audience. But would you would have it? I'm just thinking That's practical. That's not the part you're worried about. I want well, my dreams to be the practical. There. There you go. Very, I know was very close for that. Like that, that, moment, that moment where we were doing the podcast with Paul McCartney. And, yeah. and one of the craziest things yeah. about that to me is, is who brings publicists and people along with them and who doesn't. Right. And with McCartney, you'd think, oh, does he have a whole entourage? No, it was just him. Yeah. We were just alone in a room. And at the end... He pulls out the tiniest harmonica and he starts playing. And then all of a sudden, I'm in this moment like, "We're doing a song with Paul McCartney!" Like, and I, I can't even yeah. get my brain can't catch up with the with the moment. He was one of those people that, like, you meet. I think also like Tom Hanks is of the ilk of people where you expect something from this person just publicly. You're like, "Oh, Tom Hanks is probably a pretty great guy," and like. He exceeds it. Yes. And like Paul McCartney, you expect him to be, I'm fucking Paul McCartney. I don't need to do this. I'll be kind of nice and whatever. But he was like so just amazing. Well, that was his thing, too, when he talked about when he doesn't take pictures of people, he just gives them a moment. Yeah. He wants to talk to them. Yeah. Instead of sort of be, because for for people like that, what I've come to learn is that they don't like feeling like they're a prop. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know... (laughs) When, he, when Ian McKellen came on, I, I, I thought, oh, this is going to be really fun. You know, he and Patrick Stewart run around taking all these crazy pictures. What a great time. Yeah, lobster suit. So I got this really dumb, like, bowler hat and this monocle and a mustache, and I was going to take a picture with him. And then, you know, we got into the podcast, and he was like, and I don't like it when people ask to take pictures. I don't like to take... And so I was like, I'm putting them... I'm trying to hide yeah, them. Yeah. Trying to but, hide them. But, I mean, and, the but tail I, end I, of that story is... That I, with Patrick Stewart? Yes. Where I told Patrick Stewart when he came on... Uh, <laughs> 
And he was like, oh, yes, Ian would not like that at all. <laughs> and, I, uh, and I put the hat, I go, well, will you take it with me? And he goes, sure. And I put the hat on and the mustache. And there we have a recording of Patrick Stewart going, you look like fucking Hitler. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was just this dumb little, you know, this like one of those little plastic mustaches in the yeah. bowler hat and the monocle. And it, was a, it was a Hitler mustache. It was too, not yeah. at all, Jonah. It was yeah. not at all. The other... It was a Charlie Chaplin mustache. It was not. It was neither. <laughs> but but I, but I just think you know what I learned from the the. Um, Harrison Ford podcast that we did at Comic Con, <laughs> which was you know like that was a, it was uncomfortable. It was because I couldn't couldn't crack it. I couldn't crack it. I couldn't crack it, and then I got nervous and I got in my own way. And as soon as as soon as he smelled blood in the water, it was, it was like, and 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 I understandably so. Like he's one of the biggest stars in the world. So if you're taking up his time, you should be able to handle it. I, you know, I, I doubled down on a question where he, like, he scoffed at a question I had where I said, oh, you know, uh, I, I brought up actor, actor like Ed Norton, like, where he says he doesn't really have control over his movies. I said, well, you know, actor like Ed Norton where he's, you know, he's kind of a producer. He sits in the end of bay. Like, was that anything you would ever want to do? He's like, he's like I'm not fucking Ed Norton. He says, like, yeah, he says yeah. he's like, I don't know. I don't know him. I don't know what he does. I was like, I was like, no. Like, <laughs> and I had to, I was like, like to me. I was like, no, would you ever be in a position, like, I, like, right. and I had to. But, I double ask him. But it but it helped it helped in that situation. It helped to go through that to realize, oh, okay, uh, I'm just never going to be afraid of someone again that I'm sitting. I'm just going to talk to them like they're people. Yeah. And that that. Ah! Oh, my oh God. wow, you are good. Oh. But that's what happened. You're not afraid of shit. No. Yeah, because yeah, that was pretty scary. I had the shit in my pants when I got out here. <laughs> uh, I came with it from home. But when I, but uh, when I. Uh, uh, I was just thinking about the logistics of that. Like, boy, what a great joke this is going to be. I'm going to shit my pants at home. <laughs> and then the reality over with in. it. Like, oh, no, i got to commit now. I'm halfway yeah. there. But, uh, but it was just the idea that, you know, it's a, he's a guy. And how many people talk to him like a guy? Most people probably are, you know. Pilots, other pilots. The, no, I don't <laughs> mean They're probably like, uh, hey, you know, I would have taken that plane down in the 18th hole. <laughs> <laughs> See... I, what a what a missed opportunity yeah. for him to have jumped out of the plane and gone. Did you see a Titleist? But he was really gracious at the um, at the Force Awakens panel at Comic Con. It was a totally different experience than like the the couple yeah. of years before. And I wonder if that had something to do with it, where it just he was like, oh, life is precious, and I should appreciate it. Yeah, it was either that, or he was like in his head, he's like, well, they fucking killed me, so I don't have to come here again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I bet he goes back. He seemed he see, his personality seemed a lot different. But yeah, it's but when I think about the experiences that we've had together and some of the people that we've met and where we were almost kind of like. I wonder if this person would agree to meet us. Oh my God! They yeah, did. you know it really is. Well, I'll uh, never forget. We, I had a day uh, with the podcast where we were at the old Burbank spot and we were podcasting with Buzz Aldrin. <laughs> and, I, whoa. and I pulled up to my parking spot and it was Matt Meyer right next to the parking spot was Buzz Aldrin. Oh my and God! And I was like, well, "This is amazing!" What's and then happening? I had to shoot a thing for Course for the Force afterwards, and it was with like Jonesy, Steve Jones. Mm-hmm. And Danica McKellar and CM Punk. And uh, I had to leave Buzz Aldrin early, like by 10 minutes, to go hang out with fucking Jonesy, <laughs> Winnie Cooper, 
and CM Punk, and it was just like, what fucking planet am I on right it is, now? It is pretty mind-bending. Or it's Celestial still, Body, the moon, maybe? It still, it still freaks me out. <laughs> it still freaks me out. It doesn't matter, John. I know you made a joke, but it's, it's still, it still does freak me out, yeah. though, like, no, just thinking about all the stuff. <laughs> I actually tried to... Such a, I know you made a joke. I know you but, made a joke uh, there, Matt, but I, we're getting serious here for a second. Yeah. But but I, I actually tried to get um, I tried to book Dave Matthews for a podcast for your birthday one year, but I just it was just not Didn't able happen. to wasn't able to yeah. make it happen. I don't I don't give up hope. I think he might one day decide. Yeah, I'll come on. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? He doesn't talk like that at all. No, he doesn't. But he does have this, like, I was listening to these, uh, they have these inner ear mic recordings (laughs) on CD. I was listening to this, what do you call it? It's a picture disc. A a single? Yeah, it's a a single. I was listening to these inner ear mic recordings because someone would, they'd get the radio frequency and Dave Matthews Band allows you to tape the shows like The Grateful Dead and like Fish and these guys would get these receivers for the uh, inner ear mics and tune to the frequency of the band. And then you could hear these recordings. The band has since banned these. But you would hear him on mic going like, how y'all doing tonight? And then you hear him a second later go, god damn, that was really fun. Like, <laughs> it's just like, what, what is that voice? <laughs> Why oh, it's are a you totally doing that? Different, just a uh, totally different speaking voice. Yeah. Anyway. There are people, there are people that, uh, that have completely different, like they have a persona yeah. that... Uh, um, uh, I was at a party once, and uh, Vin Diesel was there. A really nice guy. He's been a Nerdist, uh, play, played the critical role folks over at Geek and Sundry. And he, um, uh, and I think he was a little tipsy. And when they introduced him, to, I was expecting, I was expecting like, a, hey, how you doing? Nice to meet you. And it, it just came out more like this. Hi, nice to meet you. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, that's you. That's the real you. Yeah. I just saw it. Basically, you know? <laughs> like, yeah, but it was uh, it was really good. He was, it was like couldn't have been nicer. But it, but yeah, I mean, I guess you know everyone. And then you sort of realize, yeah, he still plays D and D. He is essentially one of us who just decided like I'm gonna be this guy. Like he basically he made himself a D and D character. He yeah, he also like started himself. losing his hair and then he went with it and then he decided it to great. work out. Yeah, yeah so did Billy Zane. But <laughs> finally went with it. Billy Zane went glad, with it. I'm glad, I was I'm glad at, you someone found I was at the barber shop on Saturday and they were cutting my hair, but Titanic was playing. And the barbers just kept stopping when Billy Zane was on and pointing out the glue line on his toupee. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. I love that. I, it's so fitting that Matt, like, I would guess that you would, have, that you would go to a barber shop. I do go yeah. to a barber with shop. The, with the spinny pole? Yeah, spinny pole. They will give me whiskey if I want it. It's like this very small shop from my favorite barber that used to work at a big barber shop. Opened up his own place very close to my house, and it's like the best. Aww. And his, his favorite show is the Goldbergs. Is it? Oh, yeah. Perfect. Like weirdly, he's like he's like I'm like talking to him about work one day, and I was like, oh yeah, we're doing this Karate Kid episode with the other Adam Goldberg. It becomes a, and then he just looks at me. He goes, don't. Don't spoil it. <laughs> I'm like, what? It's like, it's my wife's favorite. I love it. I, don't, I just want to be surprised. I was like, all Did right. you have him come to a taping yet? Oh, I should invite him to say. Like, why did you not? Yeah. It's a, he just tells you it's his favorite show, and it didn't occur to you, like, then oh, you just, I have the ability to make that happen? He just took the compliment and walked away. <laughs> I bet he gave you a discount. I bet you tipped like shit that day, too. I tip plenty to him and no discount. So oh. I would, did I you tip him more him. after he complimented you? I will. No. Because now he knows you write, you write for TV, so. Yeah. Now, now you look like a dick. You should take your, <laughs> you should take your barber. 
Is it just, just put my barber in the car with take, me? Take your barber Wait, to the writer's Chris room. Wait, Chris has a funny vision in his head. No, my funny vision is is just shades of the early days of the podcast of you being mean to Matt, and then everyone thinking that Matt Jonah was the mean one, and then being really shitty to him in public. They're really and just not. being like. Hey, fuck you! You're a dick. And be like, yeah. what did I do? Yeah, yeah. Like, you're mean to Matt. You're like, it's just we're just friends. What are you talking it's about? It's terrible. I still, I still, uh, I, I'm still. Every time I'm out in public with you guys, that's I'm our so secret. Scared. That's our secret power. I'm the dick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, these guys, these guys. Know. They the know. worst, the worst uh, is though. Like, it's like you know, mean something. They go, wow, you're nice. <laughs> and I go, what? And they're like. You were always my least favorite nerdist guy. It makes me <laughs> I go, why would you? I was like, well, I like Chris the most. Then you know, I go, why are you quantifying me and my friends? Yeah, <laughs> it's like, it was like, isn't this how? Isn't this how everyone is with their friends? They like, yeah. they give their friends shit. They fuck around. That's what I, that's what I think makes a friend. Like a friend is someone you can say is a piece of shit, and you still go and hang out afterwards. It's yeah. So you can get that stuff out because if you did it to strangers or family, it's a whole other thing. It's the internet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. exactly well, I think what the that people is. like we're in there. We're literally in their heads, and they think that they. They're having the conversation with us, so they think yeah. that they can just say whatever the fuck they want to say to us when they can't. Fuck you guys. I love that you have. I love that you have mugs. These are really nice this mugs. Is These like, are nice, Matt. 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 Yeah. These are nice mugs. They're so oh, good, thank you, Jonah. These are great. These are the highlight of my sidekick career. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that we didn't. Uh, you didn't do the pre-interview either, did you? No. There's a pre-interview. <laughs> I saw on my calendar. It popped up. It said a pre-interview for Sidekick, and uh, I was like, "These this, are two of my best friends. What are no. you going to pre-interview me this about?" Is like, yeah, I get a text. This magic. I, get, yeah. I told. I told the guys. <laughs> I was like, "I don't know if they're going to do the pre-interview. It just seems like a lot of unnecessary uh, groundwork." I think it. I think it works. Chris, you were just on Conan talking That's about your wife. <laughs> <laughs> movie prop. What prop culture treasure or historical artifact would you like to recover? No, actually, hang style? on. Let's talk. <laughs> I want to talk to him about his animation cell collecting. Ew. Because you and I share a need to collect and to, like, have things. And I've given you a lot of shit over the years for your guitar collection, and yeah. I, am, I have far exceeded the obsession, <laughs> you know. Um, so I, I apologize. Yeah, I mean, I find myself Who's passively... Sadder? Who's sadder in this situation? Do you uh, think? Matt. I feel like... I don't I, know, uh, because you could just... You buy these no, things, no, no. and then you put them on a wall. Matt can actually get up and... Play it, but but here's the I thing. I can play myself. I rent. You what? I rent my house. He owns it. Oh, so I'm obviously. The I thought you meant you rent out your guitars. Would oh, you ever I rent should. out your guitars? If any, I would actually. I've texted people. There's a rent. Oh, there's. Oh, we were you? talking about sales. Yeah, there's a Simpsons from Treehouse of Horror. You have that? That's yeah, yours. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's crazy. I know. I have a bunch of really good Simpsons. I, I bought an. I bought at an auction some. Uh, Sim- Tracy Ullman Simpsons. Oh, I have a couple, yeah. uh, and you'd recognize the the episode too. Yeah, I don't know. I just, you know, animation was for me when I was when I was growing up. My life was you know basically ruled by comedy, any comedy, anything uh, during the comedy boom of the seventies and the eighties. Uh, all stand up specials, every comedy, everything, um, and then D and D, computers, video games, and then uh, cartoons, animation. And I tried to get into animation when I was in college. I, I basically went down to Spumco, where, they, where yeah. Ren, Ren Stimpy was being made. And, um, uh, and I, I said, oh, I want to I work here. And so they, you know, they let me submit art. And then I realized I was not good, very good. Yeah. I mean, I thought I was good. And then I saw what real 
Could you like do multiple poses of the same character? Like, I mean, just not great. You know, yeah. like I when I saw what really great art was, really great cartoon art. You know, with John Kay and Vince Waller and all these guys who Pete Avanzino. Like, there was just a who went on to do a bunch yeah. of Futuramas, and, uh, um, and then I realized, like, oh, okay, yeah, okay, I'm not, I'm not. And so they really did me a favor by telling me I wasn't good enough because then you know that was. Okay, I'm gonna you know I'm gonna pursue stand up. Well, those guys went to school, okay. though, right? Of course, they went to school, yeah. and they 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 understood. They were philosophy majors. <laughs> they understood. They understood uh, basic character construction, and you but know. Do you how still to... do you still doodle? It seems like yeah, you're yeah. so into. It. I've never seen you draw anything. I have. He has an iPad Pro, the 12 inch one with the pen on it, and yeah. I've seen him draw on that. And it's oh, fucking yeah. crazy. I mean, my whole Snapchat account was just drawing pictures of dicks on my wife's cat. Uh, we'll be right back. <laughs> I can show you. I wish I had sent this to you guys earlier. I could have. I could have loaded it in. Well, earlier. lucky for us, uh, we can do it in post. Oh, that's right. Here we go. So uh, <clears throat> here's this first one. I thought, oh, this is really fun. You know, why so serious? Right there. You're you can see that now, guys. You're seeing this now. Can you guys see this? Then uh, and then I start getting a little more bold. I'm like, hey, there he is. Oh wow, full legs. Yeah, and then there he is. Oh, he's being eaten by a dinosaur. Uh, no, he's got he's got stupid eyes. Uh, okay, now here's where he uh, is getting uh, orally pleasured by another cat uh, <laughs> right there, and he's. Chris, I think you should stop swiping. What? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then uh, here he is pooping while fist pumping. I run in the fist pump. Yeah. Um, and then uh, here he is uh, doing the weather. <laughs> so he likes to stretch out on the floor there. So I had him doing doing the we- doing the weather there. <laughs> and then uh, oh, uh, sixty nine lives. Uh, that's this is a fun series where he and uh, another, a cat of yeah another cat. And then uh, uh, and then uh, I got the iPad the the pencil. And then the drawings got uh, started to get really cartoony. They started oh, to get. They started Zoidberg. To get, what is that? Zoidberg. That's Zoidberg. That Zoidberg uh, eating out the cat, and it says, "Why not Zoidberg?" Uh, <laughs> there he is, uh, be, being pleasured by Ren and Stimpy. Uh, there, you can wow. see that. Uh, there he is. Uh, Blue's Clues. He's, he's murdering Blue's Clues uh, in his mind. That's what he's seeing. Uh, there he is, getting stomped on Mario because he was all squished down. Uh, there. This is for Thanksgiving one year. Oh, yeah. he's a full turkey. Yeah. Uh, and that's a human with a dick out. <laughs> here, he is, here he is lying on the floor with his penis out. Uh, so, you know. I love how nice. proud you are of these. Yeah, yeah, really, I really shouldn't be. Do you be. think that's your greatest accomplishment? This drawing this dicks on the cat? <laughs> it's so much fun to me because the cat's very a very sweet cat. A, has no idea it's being photographed and, can, and literally has no, his brain cannot conceptualize what I am doing <laughs> on Snapchat. And that's so funny he to me. He feels no shame. He feels no. And, the, you know, the cat has a very, has a, an amazing life. The collecting, though, of the cells, yeah. like, what is it for you that draws you to a thing? It's only things that were very, um, that were meaningful. Like, I, would, I don't just buy any old cell. Like, it's very specific episodes. Like, I'm about to buy some... Um, some layout drawings from uh, Bugs Bunny and the Three Bears, which was a wow. Chuck Jones. Uh, one wow. of, it's one of my favorite. The Three Bears characters are so wildly inappropriate for children. For I mean, yeah. not that any of those were originally made for children, but uh, but it, it's you know. So it's ones that are really, really, really special to me, and some of them are really strangely specific. Like I, there was an Alf cartoon in the '80s that I really liked, so I'm you know I bu- I'm buying some. Those cells. have got to be what. Forty dollars? Not even. Yeah. Like they're they're so you know and and the, depending on the the show or the movie like the Disney cells can get pretty expensive especially if the if it has the backgrounds with them but uh, 
you know, but I, I have uh, I have cells from the Space Ace yeah. game and from Dragon's Lair. Yeah. Oh, wow. We have some Roger Rabbits. I have Pinocchio. I had Sleeping some uh, Ghostbusters, real Ghostbusters. I've got some of those too. Uh, yeah, with the backgrounds, and uh, I left them in my office, and now I believe they're in Bowser's office. Oh, you can buy it. those are the actually real real Ghostbusters. I bought. They're probably like. Forty bucks, yeah. maybe. I got you, you get Do those? you go through the thing at Comic Con and like flip through all the animation cells they have? No, no, no. I, I have I, you thought about wearing a Spider-Man mask, going onto the floor, and then flipping through the animation cells? Uh, no, but that's a great. But then they all stick to my hands. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I actually buy from like. There's a few dealers that I get them yeah. from that I trust, and then. You know, I'll see some on eBay or uh, you know auctions. There's some auctions every once in a while. For me, with the with the guitar collecting, it's always something that I see that I think I will not see again. Right. And I always end up buying. Well, it. you have a particular, you know, you have a, you have a particular um, thing in that you're left-handed. Yeah. And there are not a lot of left-handed guitars. It's a niche of and a niche. And so it's sort of like the same thing for me. I'm. My my body size. I'm a medium, which is like I'm in between a small and a medium. So whenever I find a jacket that fits perfectly, like right off the rack, I buy it. Yeah. So I imagine it's the same for you. It's like, oh my god, that guitar yeah. in a left-handed version. I'll never I, see it again. I have to own that. If my wife would understand that, <laughs> we'd be okay. Is <laughs> there something you want to talk about? Do you collect anything, Jonah? No, uh, you know, I was, I was you sold co- all your records. I was collecting records for, for a, a good bit, cause, and then I sold them all to uh, give the proceeds to Planned Parenthood. Oh, that's great! Yeah. Uh, yeah, I just, uh, you know, I wanted to start getting rid of stuff. I don't think I don't want to. I don't want to have stuff anymore. Yeah, it's, it's like uh, it takes up space, and I, you know, does does me no good anymore. Yeah. I think it was nice to have that stuff. For a bit, and now I'm okay without. It's really all it. about the hunting and the gathering, though. It's really yeah. all about the collecting and the and the finding that I think is where the joy comes from. Yeah. It's like that moment where you you fall, oh my god, I can't believe I found this, and you yeah. get that feeling, and then and then it's nice to have, and then when you see it, go, oh, that's mine now. That's really great. Yeah. But it really is about like to be a collector is really about the collecting. Yeah, like I have I have a guitar that I got that Brian Ray, who's Paul McCartney's lead guitarist, he came out with the signature issue. Uh, Gibson SG, and I tweeted at him. I was like, God, if they made one of those in Lefty, I would love it. And he DM'd me and was like, He's like, Are you serious? I can talk to the guys and see if they can make one. Uh, I don't. I say, Yeah, of course. And he's like, I can probably get you artist pricing. I was like, Great, because Gibsons are insanely overpriced. Uh, so I don't hear from him for two months, and then he DMs me and he goes, I got him to make two lefties, one for you and one for Paul. <gasps> Jesus. Oh my God! Just send me seventy-five thousand dollars. Uh, no, it was very—it was cheaper than any fucking custom shop SG you've ever seen in your life, and I have it, and it's amazing. And there's only two lefties: one I have, and one Paul McCartney has. That's pretty great. I have another guitar. I have this Dave Matthews Martin that I looked for for years of my life. 10, I remember 15 this. Years. I remember this. Yeah. And they only made one lefty, and then I found it. And I bought it, and you know I had to pay a lot of money for it. And then uh, does Dory collect anything? She, we were. It's very funny you say that. We were in Target the other last evening, uh, a couple nights ago. It doesn't matter. Why am I getting specific about it? when we were in Target? Uh, we were looking at bowls. They had these little bowls. She loves wooden bowls and and pitchers. And she's like, "Oh, what do you think of these bowls?" I was like, "You." I was like, "Your bowls are like me and guitars." And she goes, "Yeah." But a bowl costs twenty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I still don't think that makes up for collecting bowls. 
She likes bowls, like wooden bowls, uh, nice handmade bowls, like you know. Are you expecting a lot of leaks in your house? Because that's when that comes. <laughs> if in it handy. happens, not we're wooden ones. ready to go. Well, you gotta have it. Something. If you come over for dinner, I could serve you many things in bowls. Ooh, many Lydia, Lydia collects horror movie props. So, like, what do you mean by that? What I mean, saying? like, uh, you know, I I, I'll, I came home one day and uh, it, there was a there was a, a Reagan doll, like what, the dummy from from The Exorcist, but it wasn't. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> And so that was in my foyer. And, and I don't, I mean, I'm, uh, I love uh, horror. We watch every horror, everything. And even that, when I came home, I was like, fuck. I mean, I, it's, and every day well, I came home. Well, it's a full-size human. Full-size human. Yeah. yeah. And every day that I came home for the first week, I knew it was going to be there. And every time I came in, it, it sort of, you know, sort of freaked me out <laughs> Does it bit. at all, like, at night, if you have to, like, go downstairs for something? Do you ever, like, just no. corner your eye? No. you see going down the stairs? Spider-walks? <laughs> But it, but now and now it's like a part of the family. But she does. I mean, she she bought a couple of gremlins. Now, she bought. I was uh, over your house around Christmas time, and I don't remember. But did you did you put a Santa hat on her? You should have. We put. Uh, yeah. 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 We did. We, no, actually, we put. Um, we we had like a Christmassy Club Thirty Three hat that we, <laughs> that we put on her, so she had the the Mickey ears yeah. on there. It's nice that you can change her with the seasons, you know. And yeah. and one of the great things about 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 Lydia is that uh, people go, oh, well, I guess, did you have to get a separate space to put all your nerd shit? Your wife probably. And I was like, no, like she had a lot of the same stuff. Now we just have double yeah. all of it, and yeah. apparently that's a really big thing. Is that if you marry someone who likes all the stuff that you like, that's a cute. You're like, oh, I can't fucking believe that. My wife hates all my stuff that I. And I go, no, we, she loves. We love all the same stuff. Yeah. I don't, What's that like? It's great. <laughs> it's great. It's great. It it's really all, is. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's like you know, they, like they get the stuff and you buy it and they buy it and then when you buy it, they're happy and supportive. Well, when you're here's the home. deal. What? My wife is left-handed. Oh. She does not know how to play guitar yet. You're gonna get her hooked on uh, guitar. I think I should just get her some lessons for her birthday. Maybe you should. Maybe you should. <laughs> Jonah just made the face of like that's the saddest thing I've ever. No, heard. that's great. Does she want to though? That's how to play guitar. Yeah. No, she like a piano. She would if you. Maybe you should make a guitar out of a bowl. <laughs> she probably. I like where your head's at. Yeah, you get Jack White on the phone. Guys, yeah. this is Jack great. Uh, time for our next segment. What is that? And there's uh, another one? Yeah, there is. This is uh, there's actually two more segments to oh, okay. go. Can we just and keep on rambling? Or? Shut up. <laughs> My show. So we've been working together for a long time. And correct me if I'm wrong, but we all know each other pretty well, as we just established. Sure do, Mark. Or do we? <laughs> I mean, how well do you guys know me, really? Well, we're all going to find out, because I'm going to ask you guys some questions all about me. And the one who answers the most correctly is my biggest fan. Get ready for matter of fact. Hey, guys! I believe you'll find that Jonah has whiteboards. He's got a hand to each of us. I brought Yay. this from home. I'm glad oh, I did. <laughs> you Thank live in a desk. you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, guys, we're going to ask the questions. I'm going to write down my answers, and then we're going to reveal our answers and see who... Is correct. The did we first, do this on the Nerdist TV we show? We did it as a couple. You and I were a couple. Yeah. It was a newlywed game. Uh, Chris was the host. And we played against a real-life married couple, Jonah and Kumail. I mean, Jonah and Kumail. <laughs> Kumail <laughs> no, we, uh, we split. Kumail <laughs> and Emily. Uh, and we beat them. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> so you're answering, too. That means there's some stuff you might not know about yourself? No, I'm answering. It. I know we these have to match answers. Your answers. You have to match my okay. answer. Okay, guys? So the first question is, what is my favorite workout song? And I'm writing right now. This is a real answer, and I have it in my 
in my uh, playlist, and I'm writing it down. And if you think hard, you might be able to. Favorite song. My song that, like, if I turn it on, I am just flying through that treadmill workout. Oh, Oh, guys, I think... This is good. We should have laid in some music of, like, uh, thinking music or uh, something like that. But not this dumb. Okay, guys. Uh, Let's see. How do we do this? Do I reveal first or do they reveal? No producers care. Who? What? They. Jonah, reveal your answer. What do you think my favorite workout song is? Matt, I think when you're working out, you want to fuck yourself like an animal. So I said Closer by Nine Inch Nails. (laughs) Excellent answer, but incorrect. Shit. Christopher. Oh, no. Um, I think I might be close on this one. I said... Um, uh, <laughs> closer. Okay. What is it? Crash by Dave Matthews? It is Skyfall oh. by That's Adele. a workout song? Fuck yeah. How do you work out to She that? ramps up like a motherfucker. Oh, she crescendos. God. And I'll tell you, that shit is real. May I have my... Never mind, I'll just use this. Guys. Here, here, here. Here. Oh, thank you. I don't have to use silk. The next question. Oh. <laughs> Who is my favorite Cheers character? Favorite character on Cheers. Oh, this is going to be a fucking trick question. I don't think it is. But it's it not can- a trick. I know, but there's a really obvious one. Uh-huh. Is it the really obvious one? It might be. It's fucking cheers, guys. It's not my fault he was on it. All right, gentlemen. Jonah has stopped writing. Chris is placing the final touches. Okay. Jonah, what was your answer? Coach. Oh, that's a great answer. I love Coach. Coach is my second favorite character. Oh, what's your first favorite, Matt? I, oh, man. I said Frasier, but maybe Cliff Clavin. The answer is Frazier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Frazier Crane. Yeah. Frazier Crane. Man, Chris I gets the point. I mean, I Chris thought gets the point. The obvious one, but then I yeah. thought, oh, maybe, maybe in like a weird. Do twist, you know what's funny Cliff. is uh, when I first thought about this answer when we were talking about it before the show, I in my head I was like, oh, coach, and then I was like, well, what the fuck am I talking about? Frazier's on the show. Well, actually, Jonah the. Yeah. All right. Guys, the next question. <laughs> like 0% of the audience yeah. got that. Yeah. Uh, the pig voice from Toy Guys, Story. Uh, the next question is, what was my first AOL screen name? My first AOL screen name. Guys, what was my first <laughs> America Online screen name? Um, I've said it on the podcast. I've uh, mentioned it on uh, the Nerdist BBC America show. I don't have cable. And that's well, okay. You can watch it on Hulu. Uh. Now, my fake screen name, as I've always said, was Tittyfucker96, <laughs> which I used in the Metallica chat room. Yeah. But my real first screen name. Okay. Jonah, you finished writing? What yep. is your answer? Um. I can't imagine you being too clever as a young kid, so it was M. Myra 2789482. AOL.com, no? no? None, of those, oh. none of the words are even in there. Chris. Well, Matt, I'm actually pretty sure it was uh, 
Wharf on Golf at <laughs> Dude, I just fucking... Uh, the episode of the Goldbergs that I just wrote has a giant Dorf on Golf reference. Oh, really? That's fucking weird. But my real AOL first AOL screen name was Matthew D2. Uh, hey. uh, nice. Okay, guys. The n- number four is what is my least favorite beverage? What is my least favorite beverage? It's a beverage that I see ordered a lot, and I hate it, <laughs> and it makes me want to vom soup hard. I uh, don't understand why people would put these two things together in a beverage. Uh, it's not alcoholic, if that helps. Um, I don't like it. Um, don't want to see it on the planet. If Donald Trump would ban it, I would forgive everything else he's done. Uh, uh, oh, come on, Chris. I think you can get it. Jonah, do you feel like you have a good answer? No. Okay. <laughs> All right, we've stopped writing. Jonah, what is your answer? Uh, your least favorite drink is not coffee. Okay, yes. <laughs> I've seen this guy he's talking about how thirsty he was. He's uh-huh. like, oh, it's so hot, I'm so thirsty. Iced coffee, please? <laughs> I love iced coffee. I function on many Americanos a day. Yeah. Uh, Chris, do you have an answer? This was tough. And then at the, in the last part, you said it was why would anyone, you know, yeah. why you're tired of seeing people put these two things together. Um, is it cum sherbet? <laughs> I would rather drink cum sherbet than Clamato juice. Oh, yeah. Nothing wrong with Clamato. Why? Yeah. yeah. It's terrible. It's clam juice and tomato. And then, yeah. there's, then there's like chilada, which is like, which is Clamato and like Budweiser beer. Go, yeah. uh, go even f- better. fuck itself. <laughs> All right, guys. Number five. What is my middle name? <laughs> really? You don't know? <laughs> uh, Jonah jo wrote a fake answer. Uh, Matt, right, Matt, thanks a lot. <laughs> I don't know and I don't care. <laughs> it's John, probably. I know your fucking middle name. Yeah, because it's, uh, it's, everyone knows my middle name. <laughs> what they don't know is my is last it, name. Is it Robert? No. Robert? It's, it's John. Is it Bob? No. Is it Mitch? Yeah. Matt it, Walsh and I have the same middle name. Matt Walsh Walsh Myra. <laughs> Paul. I had no idea. Yeah. I had no idea. Named after you Paul McCartney. You learn you know, something new every day about people someone. People are clapping because they're so relieved this bit is done. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're at the halfway point. Bonus hey. question. What? Closest without going over, how many Dave Matthews concerts have I been to? If you can answer this, you are the winner. Uh, I'm writing more numbers than you thought. <laughs> Closest without going over. Price is right rules. Mm, Jonah's really thinking about it. Jonah's really thinking about You've it. You've mentioned it a couple times. I have mentioned it a couple times. All right, guys. Answers ready? Jonah, go. 37. Ooh, you're too low. Too low. Maybe not, though. Maybe not. Let's Is see it 124? Chris... <laughs> Very over. Oh. <laughs> Jonah was so fucking close. 42. Oh, oh the answer's always 42. 42. The answer's always 42. Oh, 
Oh, man. Oh, my wife's so close to two in here. Does that count? Uh, can you, you know, Julian, I, I guess we really don't know Matt very well at all. I guess not. After all this time. We I really, I always had a feeling. You and I have a special connection, though. We really though, do. Really is special I think Matt. we've known each other Did longer. You know it was Paul, Paul. I had no idea. You know what? When what? I found out, I liked him less. Yeah, I'm so too. sorry. I know. I feel bad. Are you mad? I don't know. Should we feel bad? I feel bad that I don't feel anything. I feel bad, too. I don't feel it at all. Oh, I'm sorry. Paul. <laughs> Paul. <laughs> Guys, what? that was great. <laughs> Even though one of you lost, both of you won. And the prize is you get to answer more questions. <laughs> you knew we were going to lose. It said so in the prompter. You knew we were both going to fucking lose. I but I like didn't that. lose. I won. You did you win. win. Jonah won. I actually... How could he win? Because go he over. got he got the but final one. I got one. the Fraser question. But that was worth fourteen points. That's so you you play a whole game and none of the points in the middle of the <laughs> yeah. game mean anything <laughs> until the end. What a stupid and idea! Also, here's the thing: not coffee. It got nothing here, but it was a great answer. <laughs> you don't. You guys don't know Matt if you didn't find that hilarious. Yes, <laughs> for anyone inside your head, that was a hilarious. <laughs> joke. Yeah, and Matt's always inside, so inside my head. Inside, inside. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, it is time to answer some questions uh, and to celebrate the 850 episodes of the Nerdist Podcast. <laughs> you guys should answer exactly that many questions, so get ready for 850 questions. <laughs> JK, lol. We're not doing 150, guys. As much fun as that would be, uh, I'd have too many sidekick cards. We're going to ask 8.5 questions. Good save. Uh, everyone loves it. So You can hear the age difference in the crew. Yeah, yeah. Where yeah. someone goes, what? Yeah. And then Brian Compton's laughing heartily back there because he's seen, <laughs> he's seen Wayne's World. <laughs> All right, guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! This one you guys don't. What? Because well, you're. You don't need. Uh, you don't need the whiteboards. We're gonna go rapid fire. Just answer. First thing comes to your head. First question. We're gonna go to Jonah first on this. What video game did you play most as a kid? Toe Jam and Earl. Really? Pla Panic on Funkatron. <laughs> good answer. It's a good answer. I didn't, I didn't like the game. We didn't have a lot of games. Don't get sad. Chris? Super Mario 3. Super Mario 3 is a great answer. The correct answer is Tetris. Sorry. <laughs> uh, number two, we're going to start with Chris. What was the last show you specifically recorded on your DVR? The last show I specifically recorded on my DVR? Uh, 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 it was the... <laughs> It was the wall. <laughs> Me too. Hey! Me three. Uh, you said Matt. You said you hadn't watched it yet. No, but I DVR'd them all. <laughs> I can't wait for the one where Trump breaks in in He's the middle. Not, that's not. Doesn't. It does not happen. <laughs> also, doesn't make sense. Why would he break the wall? It's the thing he wants the most. But on Tuesday night, he did. He interrupted it with his nominee for the Supreme Court. Oh, I really? follow the news. Oh, anyway. Who did, he, who did he give the rose to? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tenth Circuit judge from Colorado. Uh, much more really conservative yeah. than uh, Scalia. Uh, and I cannot pull his name. Gorsuch. Fuck you guys. <laughs> uh, okay, number three. This is going to be for Jonah first. Prior to the election, when was the last time you were scared? <laughs> 
Um, genuinely scared, probably when uh, uh, I got on the, to the set of the satellite of love. Genuinely scared. Yeah. Got up there, and then we were getting ready to go, and then I said, I have to go to the bathroom. Oh, no. <laughs> then you I, unzip your whole jumpsuit. Unzip the, the whole jumpsuit, and the mic came off, and, uh, and, and then, then they, messed and up then my And they heard you going, oh, I'm a piece <laughs> of shit. What? I don't deserve this. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That same question applies to you, Christopher Hardwick. When was the last time I was really scared? Yeah. It was probably... Ah! <laughs> Just now! <laughs> ah, I got him this time. But the answer's before the election. Um, yeah, I don't know. Probably... Uh, it was probably a height situation. Oh, yeah, you don't probably, like heights. I don't, I don't love heights. Uh, it was probably a height situation. I thought like, it was a dig at me. It was... A, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, these heights are taking over. He was yeah. afraid of the band on the Aaron Spelling show, The Heights. Yeah, I did. Oh my How God. do you talk to an angel? Oh, why would you put that song back in my head? How do you... Something. Yeah. Anyway, uh, okay, number four, starting with you, Chris. Were you ever embarrassed buying a CD in a music store, and what was it? Um, what CD was I embarrassed by? I don't know. It was probably... I don't know. That's a really good question. I, it, I, don't, I can't remember. It's been so long since I've been into a store to buy a CD. Uh, let me think about this for okay, a second. Think about it, Jonah. Do you have think an answer? About it. Why would, if you're so embarrassed, why would you buy it? I don't understand the concept of that. You know, guilty pleasure. Guilty, guilty pleasure. pleasure. He doesn't get guilty pleasures, I know. I don't, I just say, it's like, I, when, kid, I worked, when, I worked like... At, when I worked at Amoeba, you get that all the time. People go like, oh, you're probably going to hate this stuff. I'm like, you're buying Madonna and the Beatles. Everyone loves that. Yeah. Like, what's so embarrassing? They're like, who would, who would buy Metallica and Nirvana? Lots of people. <laughs> Lots of people do. They both got loud guitars. It's pretty fucking easy. I once went in, I was 16 years old, and I walked in and I said uh, to the clerk... After I'd looked for a long time, I said, if I were Neil Diamond, where would I find my music? <laughs> <laughs> it might have, been like a, might have been like a Neil Diamond, Barbara Streisand situation. Oh, or come like on. A, They're great American songstress and sir song. Uh, Songers? Yeah, but I mean, when you're a teenager in the sure. 80s, yeah, exactly. you know, like that's not the, the coolest thing in the world to... I mean, now I don't have a problem with it. Worse in the 90s, when I was yeah. a teenager in the 90s. and I had when, to... I, when I was a kid, uh, I was embarrassed by it. I wanted it real bad, and I was embarrassed by it. I wanted the, uh, the CD that the show The Dinosaurs put out. Oh, yeah, I had it. Yeah. I'm the baby, gotta, gotta love, love me. me. Big purple eyes, I'm very cuddly, don't you wish that... <laughs> Okay, uh, number five. Uh, we're gonna alive. <laughs> Jonah, we're going to start with you. You're in an airport. What do you eat? Shitty food. You just go for it. Yeah, I, I eat terrible things when so I'm So you're like, it's Chili's 2, bro. I go to Chili's 2. I go to Gladstone's. Sure, uh, Gladstone's is good. Yeah. Uh, I, I, you know what I do? I eat like that. Ter- how, how? Why is it like when you go to a Starbucks at the airport? <laughs> Sidecar. Side <laughs> <laughs> when you go to an airport at the star- Starbucks, there all the food is shittier and different. Why does the? Uh, why is it different? Why does the I yogurt have to be shitty at because the airport? Because they have to take because... the metal out of it to get it through the detector. <laughs> yeah, that's that's. No, uh, because I believe there is a completely separate company that handles airport food, mm-hmm. and they get the Starbucks franchise. But it's not. I don't think those are actually run by Starbucks. But for the longest time. 
you couldn't use your Starbucks card there, oh. and I think it has to do with the fact that oh, like, like whatever when you go to Barnes and Noble and try to use your Starbucks card. Yeah, whatever organization, like whatever the company's yeah. name is that so like runs the airport food and concessions. I think they, I think they run it. Okay, that's why. so Joe's gonna fuck with the Chili's too. Chris, you're in an airport. What do you eat? Uh, well, which airport, Matt? Uh, I've Denver. been in a lot of them. The Denver airport. I mean, I usually go straight for the Starbucks. Yeah. Uh, but if there's not one in there, I always go for. You know, like a like a turkey sandwich is pretty safe. Yeah. So I just go for whatever like the g- most generic turkey sandwich is because that's that's going to be the safest. So if thing. you're at LAX, you go for like the La Brea Bakery turkey sandwich. Well, uh, yeah. I mean, now LAX is actually starting to get good food for the longest time. It was the oh, worst was airport. Show. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that that little farmers market yeah, in there. Yeah. The, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I will. Okay, guys. Here's number six. Not too many left. Jonah, not starting with you. Chris. Yeah. What is your largest Texting pet peeve. Oh my god! Um, it's uh, when, well, it's sort of two parts, but they're related. Like when you call someone and then they just text you back, drives me crazy. Sure, because uh, it basically just means like, oh, I don't want to talk to you. Yeah, I just I'm gonna let. But you But I'll know communicate that I, yeah, I'll via communicate. text. And it's people who don't understand, like uh, some like a text where it's just a fucking stream of consciousness novel, <laughs> you know, where there, where there's not if there's no economy to it whatsoever. It's just like. And then I saw a cat, and then the cat was like, well, you shouldn't be in here. And I'm like, I know I shouldn't be in here. Anyway, my mom said that, like, there's no fucking punctuation, and it's yeah. just, like, a really long, uh, and you, you just scroll. And you know what it is? It's when your entire text field on your phone is one bubble. Oh, it's crazy. That is a fucking, I it's can't, crazy. it drives me nuts. Like, just it's, fucking call me. The other thing it takes I, so much more energy to do this. My wife will sometimes, when she texting, she's texting me, she'll be texting on her computer. So she'll just, like, type hit enter, type, hit enter, type, hit enter. And then my phone gets like nine text messages from her, which is just two sentences. Right. That's crazy. Yeah. Jonah, what is your texting pet peeve? (laughs) I guess I don't think about it much. I guess there's other things to worry about besides things that irritate me in text. Ooh, denied. I thought you were going to say not hearing from my friends, Jonah. Oh, no. um, I, uh, I hate K. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. Hate, it's like, I think it's, dis- it's dismissive. Give me an O in front of that K or yeah. fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> How do you hey, feel so about the tickets to the movie? K. Okay. How do you oh, feel yeah. about I do this sometimes to both of you. I uh, will often just send back the thumbs up emoji. I don't mind the thumbs yeah. up emoji. Right, okay. I'm actually kind of a fan of emoji. Yeah. Because uh, it just it, 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 it conveys a little bit of an of emotion. Yeah. Uh, in in my car, it does the the Bluetooth thing. It reads my text to me. So if someone does something like that. Uh, it'll be like, okay, I'll see you then. Medium skin tone thumbs up emoji. <laughs> eggplant, 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 eggplant. That's amazing. Okay, number seven. What is an idea for a show, movie, or app that you had first? Oh, shit. <laughs> the Oh Shit app. I remember that one. <laughs> Uh, I know there are shows that I've seen. Where I'm like, I fucking. <laughs> ah! Can you think of one offhand? I ca- I can't. I can't think of one offhand. I can't think of one offhand. Okay, Jonah. Orange is the new black. <laughs> <laughs> but it was uh, mostly fucking. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Sexier show. Oh yeah. God! No, you saw it on Cinemax. I honestly can't. I know. I know. Fuck. Yeah, I can't, I can't think of anything. Okay. I can't think of one. Uh, what? Oh, maps. 
I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what, if, should be, what if what instead of like having to refold it, we yeah. could put it in our phone? Yeah. Uh, okay, this is number eight. What is your best grooming tip? Um, I don't have any. <laughs> That's true. Clearly. Really more for Chris. Uh, I, I find that uh, as dudes get older, I, I have friends who get up into their 40s, you know, and... Gross. And I want to say, I want to say to them, like, I know I'm 29. I don't have a no. And uh, and I and I kind of want to say, like, do you not see all the hair growing out of your nose and ears? Like, I see. So, and I almost kind of wonder, like, do, do I have that? And is it invisible to yeah. me? So I think uh, uh, maintaining nose and ears, yeah, because you know, as as guys get older, your hairline up here tends to recede, and, and your just... nose and ears are like. I'll take it from here. Yeah. And, then, <laughs> and then it just, and then it gets yeah. crazy. So I think um, you like uh, making sure that this is kind of groomed yeah. and then, and then the ears like around the rim of the ear and then, and then inside too, yeah. getting in there. So that is, uh, those are, those are important grooming well, tips. Well, mine stay nice and groomed. Thanks to Emily Hache. Emily. Yay! She's the best. <laughs> okay. Number 8.5. This is just really a setup to a fun joke, sure. guys. You want to stump Google or Bing, what do you search for? Ah, uh, civil conversation social media. (laughs) (laughs) That Uh, would stump it. Jonah? Sidekick with Matt Myra. (laughs) There it is. That is the answer. You did it, boys. You may not have the answer, but you do have almost 10, which is 8.5. I'm so glad we got to do this, you guys. It was fun, wasn't it? Can I get the raw audio of this and we'll just put this out as a podcast? <laughs> it's funny you Wait, say that. I don't that. have to ask you anything. I'll just take it. <laughs> well, hang on. It's funny you say that because this is available in audio form as a podcast. The Sidekick with Matt Meyer podcast. It could also, Network. That it could could also, also be an Nerdist podcast. Because you know why, guys? 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 Seven-year anniversary. Seven it is years. our seven-year anniversary. Seven-year anniversary. This, <laughs> this week... This week we did it. Seven years. It all started in Tom Lennon's guest house. It did. And a slide whistle and Jonah being Jonah. Yeah, I wanted to do a podcast. I called Jonah Ray. Hey, do you want to be on a podcast? Sure. Hey, Matt, do you want to produce a podcast? Sure. I called Tom Lennon. Can we come to your house? Yeah, sure. That's fine. (laughs) Uh, And then, yeah, we did it on Super Bowl Sunday 2010. Put it up Monday and we've been putting them up ever since. I believe my response was, uh, what's a podcast? Yeah. After, and I still don't know. You never asked. I don't know. I'm sorry. You'll still have to figure and out. And I worked at the Genius Bar, so I knew. You worked at the Genius Bar, yeah. Uh, guys, I'm so glad we got to do it. Uh, maybe we should do it again next season, if there is a next season. Chris, please make <laughs> it next season. Oh, look at the time. Oh, God. <laughs> that was my show. Once again, thank you to Jonah Ray for really doing it. Don't forget to check him out on Hidden America on CISO. And get ready for Mystery Science Theater 3000. Come see the Netflix. And thanks to Chris Hardwick. I can't help you, but I still will. Check them out on At Midnight on Comedy Central and The Wall on NBC. And because you care and because it's mutual, I'm Matt Myra. Thank you all for a fantastic season. I'm looking at the wrong camera. Now I'm back over here. The tally lights are broken. Be sure to check out the entire first season of Sidekick of Matt Myra on ProjectAlpha.com. You've been wonderful. Goodbye. Thank you to my crew and thank you to my writers. We'll see you again next season. Enjoy Marino! Now leaving Nerdist.com. 
Enjoy your burrito. I feel like I was blindsided. Because it's a competition show. From the producers of Jury Duty and The Bachelor. We have scoured the earth for the 14 greatest reality contestants that were available during our production window. Comes a reality competition show about reality competition shows. Nobody has dared to find out who is the actual best at just being on a reality show. I'm your host, comedian Daniel Tosh. Is winner go home. Each episode, our contestants will face new challenges that will test their strength and lack of life skills for a chance to win $200 million. Thousands, not millions. $200,000. Cause it's about to be ugly crying, lots of fighting. Tasha, I have to defend myself. Celebrating 25 years of reality TV with your favorites. I have diarrhea. You cannot do this to me. What in gay hell have I got myself into? The Goat. Stream free on Amazon Freeview or Prime Video.